Greetings, Scott here, DM for the Adventure with Advantage podcast. Thanks for listening. with advantage episode 26 uh so previously the party had set up camp as they journeyed towards sailport casimir had a vivid dream about the city of zakul that left him feeling quite uneasy the party soon awoke and found that levy uh, had a message from grogard grogard told them that he had a lead in sailport about illegal creatures being brought to sailport and sold from the island of rivonia the land of giants they soon set out and eventually arrived in Breakwater, a small village near the edge of the Valewood. They stayed in the tavern there for a night, where Levy entertained the crowd with some music. After a few drinks, Levy cast Polymorph on Steelscar, turning him into a rabbit. After some fun and shenanigans, they rested for the night and set out the next day. They eventually arrived at Dead Man's Pass, where they prepared to encounter some harpies, which they were warned about from a group of adventurers back in Breakwater. Sure enough, as they came, uh, as they crossed the pass, they were attacked. But the party's wax earplugs and Elamir's fey ancestry helped them overcome the harpy's song until Steelscar eventually was charmed. He walked off the pass, um, beginning to fall about 100 feet into the water below. Levy was able to cast Featherfall on him, and he was also able to kill the final harpy, freeing Steelscar from its charm. Steelscar summed his wings and flew back to the party, quite embarrassed and frustrated he had fallen to the harpy's song yet again. Uh, they made camp for the night and eventually um, continued their journey and arrived at the city of Sailport. Uh, so that is where we will begin. Let me re- let me rephrase this. I'm upset that you forced my hand <laughs> to use your wings. Yes. Hey man, it's fine. they're back now. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so you, you know, yeah, you had a sandwich and you're good to go. <laughs> uh, all right, so. You guys find yourself standing on a small overlook uh, as you gaze at the city of Sailport. Uh, if you remember, if you remember from last session, I'd said uh, that you saw an very, very odd sight. So basically, the town is in tiers. Uh, it's kind of like a lower tier, middle tier, and upper tier. And on the upper tier, you just see this giant, like shell-looking thing. It's huge. Um, not none of you have ever really seen anything like this. Um, and it just kind of sits atop the tallest part of the city, kind of just overlooking everything. Um, and you can just see some ships kind of moving in and out of port um, as you guys are standing there. Uh, the sun beginning to like set as you guys have journeyed to get here to this point. Uh, so you guys follow the path uh, towards Sailport. Um, as you draw closer, you see small houses and shops scattered about um, just beyond the city walls. Um Many of the buildings are in disarray, disarray. Broken built windows, holes in the roofs. The people you see look uh, like they're wearing tattered clothes, worn out shoes. Uh, but everyone seems busy doing something. Uh, as you get closer to the walls, uh, they're large. 
you see they're made of a combination of wood and metal. Uh, the gate is a large porticullis made of a dark metal. Um, and you guys currently stand at the entrance of the city of Sailport. What would you like to do? What kind of metal is say... this gate? Oh, go for it. What kind of metal? Yeah, I want to know uh, what kind of metal. You're not certain. You could certainly roll. Yeah, what, what, what uh, should I roll? I would geology check? Say, yeah, I would just say maybe <laughs> a nature check, maybe? For rocks? Sure. <laughs> uh, nature. I have plus one. Uh, 18. Wow. Uh, it seems to be some sort of uh, iron or something, or it's just kind of darker. Um, yeah, nothing particularly fancy, just very heavy. Also, uh, can I just say the detail on this map is pretty freaking dope. Yeah, it is. It's oh, really yeah, it's my sailport map. Thank you. See a little Dude, I... there. <laughs> you even got little clouds on it. I do. I I've... So, anyone wondering, I use a website called Incarnate for my maps, and I love it. It's so good for making maps. So, anyways. Uh, so, you guys are currently uh, the southern end, um, near the area that called the Slip. Uh, so that's where you guys currently are. Cool. Um, well, shall we go explore? Maybe find out what's going on in town? That's a great idea. I will uh, keep my shopping list ready. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess, Levy, who are, who are we supposed to meet here? Um, we don't really have a contact, but... Uh, all I know is that there was someone in this town that can make magical objects pretty, pretty awesomely. And, you know, hopefully we can run into them. That, that was my original shopping idea. It was like 14 episodes ago. <laughs> I think it was more than that, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. About that. Um, and, you know, probably like 20. Yeah. Grogard also asked us to, uh, to investigate some uh. stuff, which we're not going to talk about out in the open. Fair enough. Well, I I say we go in. Uh, Levy, I guess you take point in here since you know what we need. Uh, okay. Yeah, let's do this. Let's right. go, team. Is there anywhere in particular you guys are headed or just entering into town? I'm following Levy. Okay. I mean, are there guards or is that not this kind of... Uh, so, kind of so it is... Um, Again, it's a little as um, sun's kind of starting to go down. Uh, but no, it is it is quite busy. Uh, you see people moving about. Like as you guys are kind of like just standing there in the doorway, trying to kind of talking, people are like walking past you, kind of brushing against you, like hitting you and like keep moving and just. I'm, I'm holding my money tightly. Okay. All right. You're holding am, onto it tightly. I am making I'm sure that I'm not getting pickpocketed. <laughs> oh, my money's in my bag of holding, so we good. <laughs> they could steal the bag and of holding. And I've had, and I've had two pouches from the start, so I have like twenty copper in my outer pouch, and then the one inside my belt. Oh, he's he's doing a thing where like he has like the five dollar bill on the outside of the <laughs> surrounding the hundred dollar bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, there's that one city that oh, yeah. um oh, what was the one Steel Scar, the one we were both enlisted from. Oh. Uh-huh. Shit. I'm forgetting. 
I forget my good zero. Did you did you did you forget where you enlisted at? <laughs> no. It was such a world. Uh, you got me so drunk in order to convince me that it was worthwhile. Oh. I I just thought you know the war effort took you away and just changed you, made you lose those repressed <laughs> memories or something. As you guys are seeing, you're talking. People are bumping into you. Wagons are rolling by. Do I need to cast Ilum. There we go. It was Ilum's Ilum. tiny hug Ilum. right here in the middle of this square Ilum. to yeah, get us some goddamn That would be so face. disruptive. That would be hilarious. <laughs> We'd get arrested for sure. Absolutely. Well, they'd have to wait till the spell expires first. <laughs> so in like eight uh, to ten eight hours, eight hours this year. Let's just cast it. There you go. Uh, so, Elamir, to answer your question, there are guards around. Uh, you can see them. Uh, kind of walking around, standing guard, um, just kind of keeping an eye on things. It says, uh, in the way, um, can I approach a guard and ask him, um, ask him where the nearest uh, lodging is found at, since we don't really know anything about this place? Okay. You approach, he's a, kind of a, not old man, but kind of older, um, kind of missing some teeth, and as you kind of walk up and ask him, he's like, I... There's a few places in town you can make your way to Fortune and Flagons, or the Riptide Inn, or nearby. Cool. You said Fortune and Flagons. Fortune and Flagons. That one looks like pretty darn close to the market or where we are now. And then, where's the other one? What's Riptide the other one? Inn. Riptide Inn. So it's also in the slip, but okay. it's just uh, yeah. So the map. Obviously, it's only portraying the important pieces. I'm not going to put all the little houses and stuff. Um, but yeah, so it's we, as you can see, the town is just sprawling. But dungeon, but sprawling. dungeon master, where does Bob live? We need to go visit Bob's house. It's mm, true. Who's Bob? You talking about? I don't Bob know. Bob? You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting um, for you to tell us more about Bob, his dreams, his desires, <laughs> aspirations. What keeps him up at night? Why does he get up in the morning? <laughs> Does he like thing. potatoes? Probably. That's, most people that's probably the most important one. I think yeah, it is I, the most important no, one. No, I actually met someone like last week who doesn't like potatoes. It was a little concerning. Yeah, I wouldn't trust that person. So um, with this information, I'll just go back to the party and tell them, like, that the, these are the only two options he gave me. Well, well the, the only ones he gave you nearby. Okay. Well, Fortune uh, and Flagon sounds a lot more fun than Riptide, so we should go there. I can get behind that logic. Because okay. I don't really like, you know, getting stuck in a riptide. I think it costs a fortune. Let's though. go. Okay. All right, so you guys make your way in. Uh, again, as you're walking, just lots of people. Well, we're on like, horseback. Oh, you are on horseback. That's true. That is very true. Uh, there is actually a stable. As you try and walk through the town on your horse, um, the guards tell you you need to stable your horses. Cool. We'll stable our horses then. Okay. That'll... Uh, it'll cost you a small amount of money to quarter them for the night, but you okay. can do that. Okay. I right, see so you guys make a, you know, pull them in. Urk. Yeah. You know. Turn uh, off the yeah. <laughs> make sure you take the keys, lock the door. Um, derp, derp. And exactly. Uh, so yeah, it'll it'll cost like it's about. What about, about uh, um, what about um, Casimir's familiar? Do they care? Uh, that's a it great should point. be gone by now. Well, so. no, no, it's a permanent casting yeah. until destroyed, and then I have to resummon it. I can also dispel it, but then I'd have to use the level two slot later Recast to bring it. it back. Um, Plus, we also have the flump floating along behind Levy. 
The flump's pretty tiny, though. He usually wraps around. He's usually wrapped around Levy's little shoulder piece. Um, but the jaguar or whatever is jaguar, right? Or is that panther? Panther. Panther's a bit larger than a flump. Plus, it's a he is a baby. It's a baby baby flump. Okay, so Flumpy. it's about the size of like. I think it's like the size of a um, softball. Then as a baby. Yeah, it's pretty small. But I think adults are f- uh, basketball sized. Yeah. Okay, so it's itty itty bitty. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it's it's quite small. It's even more adorable. Oh, <laughs> it's a carnivore. That's good to know. Just start eating you. Oh God. Uh, so as you kind of see, you guys stable your horses, and uh, as you kind of step away, the one of the stable hands is like, um, kind of sees your panther, and it's like, I, he's like, I'd keep an eye on that. Could run into some trouble. Oh, it's just a much loved pet, and I pet her on the head and sent her through telepathic. I am just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, you guys can make your way in, into town if you'd like. Cool. Um, so, okay. Fortune and flagons. Yeah, that sounds good. All right, so you guys start making your way there. Um, again, you see like sh- you know shopping carts and like people selling wares and stuff um, everywhere. It's just it is quite a bustling town. Um, and as you guys are walking toward Fortune and flagons, uh, you you see the tavern you see like the sign on it and as you get closer you just see this guy kind of get like thrown out of the tavern and just kind of like land uh-huh. face down in the mud um and you see kind of this larger man walk out he's kind of heavy set got a belt you know kind of pulling in his waist and uh kind of walks with a peg he has a peg leg and kind of shouts and he's like um it's like ain't none of that in my tavern so like, go get yourself cleaned up and if i catch you around here again i have a mind to run you through myself and the guy just kind of picks himself up and walks off. What did the guy look like? Uh, the guy who got thrown out? Yeah. Uh, just kind of just short black hair, kind of got like a thin uh, beard goatee thing going on, just covered in mud right now. Uh, as he just he looks like he's kind of wobbling a bit as he's walking. You get the sense he may is be he, a little... Uh, is he like muscular built or is he in. scrawny? What, like kind of... No, he doesn't look pretty average. Okay. Um, nothing particular about him stands out to you. Wow, the most normal man. Yes. <laughs> he average look, average he's, Joe. Look, look a little drunk. He's kind of wandering about. Cool. Um, well, this looks like the place, and it looks bustling. Let's go in. <laughs> yes. Let's not end up like AJ, however. AJ. Is that his name? <laughs> average Joe. AJ. Average Joe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like it. All right. So you guys uh, enter into uh, Fortune and Flagons. Give me one second to uh, bring that up. Oh, he's got it ready. I gotta have everything, man. There it is. There it is. Uh, so as you enter in, um, it's quite busy. You hear like lots of shouting and people laughing and just a lot of merriment going on. It is, like I said, it's kind of the end of the evening. So people are, you know, coming in for dinner, getting their drinks after a day of work. Um, it's very pirate themed in here. You see like, you know, the, um, just like flags, a few flags scattered about, uh, you see like the, Oh God, I'm, I'm mad. Cause I played freaking uh, the pirate game. I can't remember what it's called, whatever the wheel, but yeah, whatever the wheel is called. I'm totally blanking on what it's called, but you see like the wheel of a ship kind of just a lot of decorations around. It's very pirate themed. Um, 
you just see a lot of people just standing around, talking, eating, enjoying merriment and all sorts of stuff. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, let's see if we can find some lodging and maybe some food first. Okay. All right, you make your way up to the um, the bar um, where it looks like people are being served and you kind of uh, wave down oh, a hell. man. That's what? The helm. The helm? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Well, the front of the ship's the helm. Yeah. No, no, no. no. I'm talking about the, the, the steering wheel. Whatever oh, the steering wheel. The steering wheel. wheel. It has I call it the steering wheel. Ship's I wheel. See. Ship's wheel, I guess. I don't know. Mm. Just call it a steering wheel. Who cares? It's called something. I don't remember what it is. No, it, it's, really it's literally the care. ship's wheel. That's what it is. The boat fine. wheel, the ship wheel. That's fine. Um, so anyways, <laughs> uh, you actually are able to wave down the heavy set guy who threw the other guy out. Sweet. Um, and as he kind of approaches you, you just see he's got this big beard. You see kind of like sweat just like pouring down his face and collecting his beard. And as he gets close, he's like, oh, how can I help you? Hey, we're looking for some food and some uh, lodging for a few days, possibly. Is where you've come to the right place, Fortunate Flagons is always open for business, and we have plenty of space if you need it. Well, how fortunate uh, for us. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, real quick, good sir. What did the other guy do so I can <laughs> avoid it? <laughs> He's like, well, he had a bit too much to drink, and uh, let's just say he wasn't playing cards the way he should be. Ooh. Say no more. Say no more. Anyways, I <laughs> uh, just wanted to talk to you. So we were thinking possibly if you had two rooms, uh, we get two rooms between us, if that's possible. He's like, of course, we can make that work. And uh, how much do you do you run per night? Uh, it's about fifty silver per night. All right, all right. Um, would you uh, would you happen to have any like extended stay deals? So if we're here for you know multiple days, and say we pay you up front, would we be able to get a discount? Well, it depends on how many days you'll be here. How long you think you'll be here? I don't know, guys. What do you think? Probably like I anticipate we'll probably be here around a week, if not yeah, more. about a week, at least. Uh, go to make a persuasion check, Levy. Ooh, uh, that would be a twenty-nine. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a nineteen and I have a plus right. ten. So you can stay here for free, don't you? <laughs> All right. Um, so he That's goes. He uh, basically says, how about this? How about uh, you guys stay? And at the end of your stay, however many days it ends up being, we can figure out the price there. But know that it is 50 silver a night, but you will get a discount on that. But that discount will depend on how long you stay. So it will be less than 50 silver a night. Seems amicable. Mm-hmm. This is all right. These, these terms are very agreeable. Let's do it. All right. He, uh, you see him kind of like lean under the the bar kind of like pulls out two keys and slams them on the table and he's like uh the room numbers will learn the keys uh, you'll be able to find them uh just down the hall um dinners whatever food you need just order it we're always available to get food sounds great thank you so much um would you happen to be able to like give any recommendations around town uh for things to check out like sites to see um or anything businesses with particularly quality wares or anything of Ooh, note yes quality wares are something we are definitely in the market for since well, what's what kind of wares are you looking for uh general goods merchandise ideally we can track down a wagon for purchase also novelties are always an entertainment magical so goods as well would be lovely 
Uh, he's like, well, if you're just looking for general goods, there's uh, markets, trade goods. It's just right down the street. Um, you got the cutlasses, a nice pair of uh, women over there who do some good work with some of the steel they work with. <laughs> the cutlasses, I got it. Cutlasses. <laughs> oh, oh, clever. oh, that's clever. I like it. Thank you. I'm talking clever, Scott. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right over my head. Oh, nice. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I always said if I ever did like a all-female podcast, it would be the podcast called The Cut Lasses. I mm. think it's a good name. Anyways. Um, yeah, jokes for the win. That's right. Uh, there's Pirate pirate and Pirates, an alchemy shop. Um, and then up on the run, you've got um, quite a few. You've got uh, Hector's Handiments. If you're looking for some magical items, he makes some good stuff. Uh, and as well as Albright's if you're looking for some books or something like that. All right. What was the uh, the name of the Hector's guy's hand- shop? Hector's Handiments? Ah, Hector's Handiments. Hector's Handiments. Cool. Uh, well, thank you so much, and we'll let you know about food. This is, of course, just uh, grab me or one of the the workers here and we'll be able to help you out cool let's right. uh should we um maybe check out the room stash her stuff and then head out for town what time is it about right now uh it's probably you guess in about five ish clock dinner, it's dinner-ish uh, time yeah dinner's time it's the sun's going down evening my stomach rumbles mm. Mm, maybe we yes. should grab something to eat <laughs> yeah, drop our gear grab a snack maybe check out one shop before bed yeah Okay. Right, you mean, guys. The night is young, and this place looks like it has a bustling nightlife. We might be able to <laughs> stay up a little bit later. <laughs> All right. So yeah, you guys make your way up to your rooms, throw your stuff in there. Um, what was the? Is it going to be? Was it Elamir and uh, Casimir again? Is that what it is? I Levy think I might room there. with Levy if he's up for it, so we can continue to work on the book and just send updates. That probably seems smart. Okay. All right. And, and I'll give a high five to Steel Scar. I guess before we we head out, I'd like to like have gra- try and gather all of us into like one room so we can talk a little bit about like what Grogger's asking us to do and kind of like our plan okay. of attack for that. Okay. By the way, as you guys are walking through Casimir, you kind of hear like a few people shout, "The like, oh, there's a there's a cat in here! What is this?" And then uh the 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 owner guy walks up to you. He's like, "Lad, you'll have to leave that outside. No animals inside." I ask him to take a look. Does that look like an actual animal to you? I mean, it looks like an actual animal, doesn't it? Mm. It, does it it's partially different? trans sections of it are translucent and partially glowing, so it's obviously like a spirit. It's a, a spirit animal. Uh, so go ahead and make a pers- go ahead and make a persuasion check. Okay. Uh, stuff it in the bag of holding. <laughs> Get in the. Uh, that's a nat twenty plus wow. whatever uh, plus seven. 27 he kind of like looks at it and looks at you and looks back at it and he's like fine all right don't make me regret it though keep it close and he kind of goes on the killing spree (laughs) just starts murdering people (laughs) don't piss her off (laughs) oh man i need to learn the enlargement spell for that for the spirit you oh. <laughs> I, I would totally summon summon something else entirely if you were to do hard <laughs> oh my gosh so we you guys would are... a, we would be like baba baba yaga we would just have mobile home there you go 
There you go. <laughs> All right, so you guys are grouping up in one of your rooms real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, okay. and then um, while we're there, uh, I am. I am going to create, uh, ritually create silence outside of our door so no one can listen in. So I'm isn't, gonna it an, isn't it like an orb? It is a circular, it's a sphere, uh, okay. a 20 foot radius sphere centered on a point you choose within range. Okay, so you're basically doing your room. and so yeah, I was outside. doing like outside the room so that like we can still you talk inside tell. and not like we're oh. silencing ourselves. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so it's silence within the orb. Okay. Yeah. So like okay. within the or and then no sound can pass through it. So if it's like centered on our door or something like that, then we wouldn't any sound from inside our room wouldn't be able to transfer outside. Can you choose our rooms uh, next to each other? I mean, wherever Ooh. it is, kind of. You're all in the same room together. Can yeah, you right choose now. how big oh, it okay. is? Uh, twenty foot radius. So no, it just says twenty foot radius. But I figure I could just put it somewhere to not. Okay. Just we, up, we just uh, might be disrupting quick. other yeah, residents if other they're going to walk down the hall and suddenly they stop <laughs> being able to like, make sound. They'll just be like, well, what the f- <laughs> Why did it get quiet like, all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah, but they start talking and they just can't hear. <laughs> Maybe that's, I'll just put it by the ice machine at the next hotel. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so you guys, uh, you, Levy, you, you cast it. Basically, a lot of it is in your room, except for like a small corner where you guys can kind of collect. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. there, there is there is some outside of the room that is being affected here, okay. um, as well as because it's a sphere. So as well as under, <laughs> under and above. But you're on you're on the first. You're it's on the okay. First floor we're, I'm gonna get rid of it. Uh, it, it it's, <laughs> it's it's concentration, so I just can drop concentration yeah. and it's gone. Okay. Um. So <clears throat> basically, Grogger's had Grogger has asked us to uh, track down a illegal beast shipping ring and kind of report back on that and what's going on with it. So kind of need to talk about our plan of attack here. How do we how do we want to figure out where these are coming from, how they're getting into the city, and where they're being sold? Did he say what kind of beast? Rare? Rare beasts. I don't know. Not really. Uh, if, you recall, he, if you recall, he did not say. The only... Um, illegal creatures. Just illegal. Yeah. The only... So he had told you they were from Rivonia. And um, I believe Casimir was familiar with Rivonia. Mm-hmm. And that it is a land of called the Land of Giants. Um, there are basically giant... Every normal day creatures here are all giant there. So like giant bugs and um, rabbits. rabbits. I don't know what giant rabbits. Pound rabbit. <laughs> I don't know. So uh, rabbits too. Giant two-headed of... rats. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no. no, keep the rats. Give me the rabbits. Uh, so giant bugs and um, is one of the big things. And the other thing was giant lizards, a.k.a dinosaurs or birds depending on where you go with <laughs> all right all right so sorry my chair's creaking one 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 option i think we might have is we could be potential buyers looking for some of these animals to break into this ring that's usually an easy in 
Um, the other way would possibly be a seller and offering to sell some kind of rare beast. But we have no rare beasts to spell or illegal beasts to sell, so we have a Fey Panther. We do, and we're uh, not talking about Flumfy, so we can take that off the table right now. No, 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 no. If, if we were not going to be here wow. for long, we could leave behind the fate. We could temporarily sell the Fey Panther, leave it with them for like an hour, get on the ship, sail out, and then I dispel and bring them back to us. But that would probably not make us any friends. Yeah, we might want some disguises if we're doing that. Yeah. We, what we about, plan to come back here later. What about just scouting the docks? If they're we bringing can, him in by ship, we can just like scout it out, see if we see anything that might not be normal shipments or something. I don't know. Yeah, we could definitely do that. Except, you know, me and Casimir have humanitis, and so we can't see in the dark. But and we have a master ranger here who we, can we, see off. It, it would be a Elamir solo things. mission, probably, because, uh, no offense, uh, Steel Scar, uh, but I don't trust you to be quiet in these kinds of situations. <laughs> you're, kind of, you're, you're kind of a, you know, get stuff done quickly and with as much force as possible, which I definitely respect. Don't get me wrong. That is that is very respectful, my friend. I could cast uh, Pass Without a Trace on him. You could. You could. Well, but, yeah. I mean, um, we, I'd, I'd be okay with that. Hey, I'm good to. I'm good at talking to people. Maybe I can find their uh, the doc office or something and, and see what they know. Uh, yeah, sure. We could maybe we could pursue that route while and like maybe cause distraction while Elamir gets in there and uh, finds out what's going on for realsies. Distraction. I like that. Should I use force? I mean, is there another option? Uh, we could be passive and just talk. Oh, I like that first. Let's do that one first, and then force if we have to. <laughs> and then do it first. Just kill a man. <laughs> I'm 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 not exactly on for just killing a man, uh, straight out. But I mean, if if we have to, I mean, I guess we can get behind that. <laughs> I'm just throwing random ideas, but See, you guys are the ones yeah. with the masterminds here. No, no, no. I appreciate your idea, Steelscar. I really do. You have you have a very unique mind, and I like to see how it works. <laughs> that is like the nicest way I could say that. <laughs> wow! You have a beautiful mind. You know, Yoskar takes everything you just said as a compliment. I know he does. This is great. He's too wholesome. This is why Steelscar is my friend. <laughs> just unflappable. Mm -hmm. uh, Levy, you you do detect that you have probably about three four minutes left in the silent spell. All right, so let's. Um, should we head out later tonight after maybe we do some shopping and then we can possibly check, see what's going on at the docks area? First things first, though, right? You wanted to get your magical item here. Magic items, especially if we can find what we want, because then it could probably be useful for this little excursion. Yeah, we hate to get kicked out before uh... <laughs> before we go shopping. Yeah, exactly. We shop first. So maybe and we then tackle we'll it not tonight. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if they they have magic items readily available or not. True. <laughs> so just sitting there. Yep. And silence is done. Okay. All right. Do I hear anything <laughs> from outside from someone complaining about the silence yet? You hear. You just hear people talking like really loudly. I said that. Oh. 
That was weird. <laughs> people like tugging at their ear. Yeah. Uh, uh, Wonderful. So, yes. so where to first then? Uh, he did say something about some guy named Hector selling or making magic items. Should we check yeah, that out? Yeah, so if we check that out, I feel like that would probably be the first stop, uh, ideally. Um, just because we're all kind of... I know at least me and Casimir are definitely looking for some magical gear at the moment. And I mean, we might end up making a trip past the docks if we get that yeah. way. So yeah, but just like an eye out, not really look suspicious. Mm-hmm. I would say. Yep, sounds good. Let's do that now and head out that direction before it gets too late. All right, let's go. Okay. All right. Uh, we all put our hands guys. in for a huddle. Ready? Break? <laughs> break? Nope. And gazette. Yeah. <laughs> no. And then Steel Scar just walks away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bye, Steel Scar. <laughs> I, right. I walk out of the room. <laughs> okay. All right. So you guys, uh, you're making your way to Hector's handiments? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then kind of just observing just on the way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then uh, everyone just kind of make a perception check for me as you're moving from... Uh, fortunes and flagons oh, to it's okay. Hector's Tandemans. What's that plus? Oh, it's okay. I have a 19. 19? 16. 16? I'm What'd just looking get? at... I, I got a 1. <laughs> uh, 12 minus 11. 11. Okay. Uh, Steel Scar and Casimir, you guys just... Uh, you try and keep an eye out. You don't see anything in particular that stands out. Um, Elamir, Levy, you guys keep an eye out. Uh, generally, what everyone sees is uh, the docks. You see ships, people moving stuff towards ships. You're not going out on the docks, so you can't see right. too much out there, but you're walking along the tide's edge there. I cannot uh, see much at all because it's probably pretty dark over there. It's it, the sun at this point, the sun's like down, but the sky is still kind of. Does the sun set in the uh, the east? Uh, no. Yeah, we discussed weather patterns. We yes. did, but we didn't. So we would, didn't discuss uh, solar patterns. We, did, we didn't. We didn't. We discussed weather, not solar. Oh, does it set in the north? That would be baller. <laughs> it just stays above at all times. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> the sun just goes dark. The sun just is always <laughs> up there, and then there's actually a shield that the world puts over the sun to like simulate night. <laughs> you see, yeah exactly just in a giant like snow globe or something no so the sun's actually off to the west and it is going down okay um right. so yeah it, it is getting darker but as it's getting dark people are walking around with torches there's some lights okay. lit in town i'm it's it, you're able to see fine Wonderful. Uh, but the, yeah in the docks you can see like there's some lights on the ships and some torches and stuff but again you're not super close so you can't see a ton out on the dock uh, you just see people moving uh, as you're going along and passing some of the stores there along the way, um, or I should say buildings. Um, you're seeing people kind of like moving through with just like lots of uh, stuff like, you know, uh, carrying like a wagon or a cart carrying like uh, barrels and stuff. It looks like, you know, shipments or something coming in or going out. Um, nothing stands out to you guys uh, as you're making your way there other than as you're walking off to your left, um, the level above you. So what you've seen so far is like looked pretty um, rundown. Um, looks like there's some pretty a lot of poverty and a lot of poor people there. 
uh, the level above, it looks very nice. It's like a very nice wall kind of blocking that area. There's a stairway that leads up, and the buildings there are quite large, extravagant. Uh, and the build, the giant shell on top is, as you get close, you see just like these large spikes sticking out of it. The shell is kind of like black, and the spikes look like kind of goldish, kind of corally on top. Um, kind of an odd sight. Um, but yeah, the commerce level looks quite nice. Okay. As you're walking. Okay. Um, hmm. can you, you guys make your way uh, through Tide's Edge uh, to the run, uh, past some of the shops there. Um, uh, Sam, I have a question while we're walking. Yes. What is your question? Um, we work for the Goblin Gazette. Does yes. our news does our news reach outside of Ilum, or is it just centralized there? Like, would we would we be finding out like would people be reading our news? Um, in other places or not? So when you um, had started, um, Grogard had said uh, that the Goblin Gazette had started in Esrim, which is where you guys were hired. Sorry, and started. Esrim. Yeah, sorry, Esrim. Um, and he was intending to expand. So it's mainly located in Esrim, but he had told you that things were going well, and so he had plans to expand it. Okay. So you're not seeing it's, people reading the Goblin Gazette right now. Okay, so it's really localized then. It is. But again, he part of you guys going out, so it wasn't just local news to Esrim, you guys going out was to expand that. It also okay. gives Esrim news from the outside world, which is pretty important too. Yes. Okay, got it. I just I just wanted to make sure but I what you what you were saying yep. the first time. Yeah. No, it's all good. Especially um, the, the the magical books that let us transfer the information mm-hmm. back is pretty pretty useful for communication of what's going on in the world. Yep. Um, okay, so you guys make your way to Hector's Handiments. Um, let me bring up my notes. All right, so uh, again, it's pretty dark at this point. Um, is but you open? do see a light. As you say, you 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 see a light on, um, but the door's closed. Uh, so you know, there's not like an open or close sign on the outside. I knock. Okay. You knock. You don't. You wait for a minute or two, and you don't. You don't hear anything. Hmm. I guess he might not be open. I try knocking one more time, and okay. if it doesn't work, then I'll leave. Knock, knock, knock. Uh, you don't hear anything, and it doesn't seem like anyone's coming. Okay. Um. Maybe I'll shout out. Hello. Is anyone home? <laughs> uh, someone's in here <laughs> no no one's here this <laughs> maybe take a John Mulaney oh god um, yeah it doesn't seem like anyone's answering okay well maybe we can come back tomorrow and see what's going on like okay. it might be a little the bit end, too late for him I take out a, a piece of gold and can I slip it under the door see if, <laughs> see if anything happens can you slip it under the door? I slip one piece of gold. Are you, are you flipping it all the way? Or are you like leaving halfway so you could pull it back out or you could see it disappear? Uh, I, want, I want to put it in. I'm going to leave like the, a little edge of it so where I can see it, but I want to see if it, like, if it gets pulled in or not. It seems to just sit there. <laughs> um, I maybe guess maybe, no maybe you it. need to flick it in there and like get it really far in Steel Scar. Um, I have some very large fingers. Some one with slimmer <laughs> fingers might be 
better suited to push that piece of gold all the no, way no, no, in. You, you, you don't got to push. You just got to flick. Just just flick it and slide it along the floor. <laughs> I try that. Okay. It's a little tough with your gauntleted hands. You got to kind of like take your gauntlet off and get it. <laughs> it's one of those things you go to like put it in. You're like, ugh, ugh, can't get in there. You're good. Got it. So, do we see? Can sound like it hit something, but no, no response. Oh well. <laughs> we can well. come back, I guess, tomorrow when it's yeah. later. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll role play this, but since we don't know the town, um, as we're walking by, uh, just noticing like the names on the shops, can I kind of tell like what everything is? up in the run yeah uh one second um see so hector's handiments just you assume it's a guy that makes magic stuff yeah um well we were told that weren't we, we you were, were told yeah. that yeah um so you walk by uh squeaky rudder seems to be a tavern of sorts um the uh albrights uh as you walk by it seems like there's lots of books there um Tidesong Trading Collective uh, seems to be some sort of business. Uh, probably have to do with shipping, is your guess. Uh, dock office, just the dock office. Uh, Albatross Shipping is actually a familiar name to you guys. Um, there was an Albatross Shipping in Esserim. May 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 you guys may or may not remember that, but there was an Albatross yeah. Shipping. That's what I used to ship. I don't know if it's what you used to ship. I can't remember if that's what it might have been. Um, perhaps. I don't know. I had to go back and listen. That was so long ago. That was like episode one or two. <laughs> did, you, did you say what the deckhand was? Oh, uh, the deckhand uh, looks like some sort of business. You can't glean too much from it. Um, okay. Uh, Black Mass Shipping, again, looks like some sort of shipping business based on the name. Um, Sealand Shipwrights. Again, no one's really there, so you're kind of not certain. Shipwrights. Uh, and the Scallywag's Den um, is... I don't remember what I said that was. I don't know. You never told uh, us. It looks like some sort of shop. Yeah, I had to check my notes. Scallywag's Den is a shop and not some kind of, like, sailor-only pub or something like that? <laughs> That's the you don't pirate know. pub. You don't know. We could go to the pirate pub. So I will um, note all the ones that seem trade-related. Okay. Like shipping-related, as it kind of seemed like that would be pretty easy uh, business to move things, like animals. That okay. would make sense. Okay. So and I wouldn't be surprised if, honestly, like Hector would be involved. Since unique creatures, magic, generally go oh. hand-in-hand. You don't even know Hector. Yo, you're putting this hate on this man, and we haven't even <laughs> met him yet. We don't even Unless know if it's a man. Something. Hector could be a woman's name, and you are just, like, labeling this person. <laughs> but yeah, you're totally right. It could be anybody. It could be, it could be me. It's my backstory. I could be Hector. <laughs> First call me out, then me, then agree with me. <laughs> oh, fine. I'll go, I'll go over here and just drink my milk. <laughs> no, no, no! We need to create a distraction. Oh god! So Elamir can get in. Um, 
Yeah, so as we're walking by again, um, how busy are the docks now that it's night? Are they like winding down or do they still stay pretty active? They are winding down. Uh, it still looks like some people are moving some cargo around. You can hear kind of some people shouting um, from the boats, you know, shouting out orders, you know, supplies, things they need. Uh, but it definitely it's wound down. Okay. Okay. What kind of distractions are good, guys, and what kind of bad? Um, ones that get us arrested are bad. Okay. Real bad. I'm not looking at thaumaturgy and just trying to think what might work. Oh, we could just, you know, cause the dock to shake. That'll distract people. Um, I could use precipitation to get rid of all torches. Or right, get rid of torches within 10 feet of me. <laughs> just turn them off. What are you guys trying to accomplish? Uh, some there kind of distraction, possibly, to get Elamir safer entry into the docks without being seen. I mean, would it be... I mean, and maybe... You can, I you can walk out on the docks. Well, well if, yeah, if it's just the docks, yeah. docks, can't we just waltz on out there? Like, yeah. people are going around their business anyway. It's an open... Yeah, you could. ...city resource. Um, yeah, before we go out there, though, can we check and see if there's, like, a clothing shop or something so we could buy kind of sailory clothes? Because I feel like with the way we're dressed, it might feel a little out of place. No, nah, there's going to be businessmen of all sorts dealing with their, their either the ships they own or the trade goods that they're sending out on the ships or bringing in. All right, I'm a famous themselves. ship owner. That's what it is. That's I'll be a famous <laughs> ship owner. Or we can just be generic merchants, and yeah, that way we, we fit could. in with everybody else. That's, that's heavy on the shoulder. One day, man. One day. <laughs> Levy, um, weren't you just saying back at the end that we wanted to make sure you got what you needed first before we did anything as to not risk us getting kicked out? Right, right, right. So we don't get kicked out. But we still have so, to investigate a little bit. I don't think we're going to get kicked out for you know being on the docks and checking things out. People are already over there. If someone comes up to us and tells us, hey, you can't be here, then like I say, we probably get leave at that request. I'll throw sand in their eye. Um, <laughs> Push him in the water and run away. <laughs> uh, yeah, so me, so I know uh, we were told bugs and lizards slash dinosaurs um, and or birds. You were not told that. No, I was saying we just, depending, oh, no. on your interp- depending on your interpretation of dinosaurs, whether they were lizard-like or bird-like. Okay. In D&D, I believe they are lizard-like. Okay. Um, I I, so Grogger didn't tell you that. That was just what Casimir knows is from Ravonia. Okay. Uh, do I know anything about those animals? What do you want to know about them? Uh, anything that would help me track them, smell them, any signs of them. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay. Like fellas um, waltzing about uh, it. Yeah, like if he could describe them, it might help the cat sniff them out. Go ahead and roll a nature check, maybe. Nature 11. 11. Um, well, he had pointed out that they're all giant, so you'd imagine that you'd see a giant lizard or something moving around. Makes sense. But um, you've never seen giant bugs or giant lizards, so you're not exactly certain uh, what to be looking for other than the things that would be left behind by regular birds or regular bugs and regular lizards. Okay. You find so really large get... poops. We know it's one of the things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's Psycho. kind of a telltale sign. 
Um, you just see a guy walking a giant T-Rex through the street. <laughs> Don't mind me. You know, that, that's the thing. This, these animals are supposed to be from, like, they're supposed to be huge, right? So how are they making them get out without being able to be seen? Uh, they have oh, to have some, shrinking them. I was thinking they're maybe they shrink them, them or something. And, like, or make portals. Them or portals. Yeah, something. Something magical. The portals, that's, that's a whole Elamir's thing. If they're shrinking them, that's Levy's thing. Hey, why do I have to be the one that shrinks? <laughs> It's cold I don't know, you're out, the guys. only one I know with this. <laughs> it's just related to old prestidigitation thing. It wasn't meant to be a downer. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Okay, well, if I don't relate to sneak, I'm just gonna start walking the docks and uh, <clears throat> see if I see very large cargo boxes or animals. Yes. Also, I'd like to keep a lookout if we're kind of like going and like perusing together as merchants. Um, if anyone's very hostile to us getting close to their boat, because that could be okay. something that might be interesting too. Okay. Um, all right, it's fine. Uh, so you guys make your way out in the docks. Um, start looking around. The water's it's dark out there. You can't really see into the water, but there's kind of like lapping against the docks. Uh, like I said, you see, it looks like some crews are, you know, finishing, you know, tying down their boats and stuff like that, and um, just loading them up, maybe heading out the next day. Um, is there anything specific you're looking for? What did you say, Levy? You were looking for what again? Uh, I'm looking for anyone that might be possibly hostile to us getting close to their boats, just to, like... Okay. That would kind of cause more of, like, a flag for me of just being like, hmm, I wonder okay. what's actually on there. So are you like walking up to kind of get close to some boats? I, w- kinda... I would I would still stay only on the dock, but I, if if I like was on the dock and I was like looking at a boat and someone came over and was like, hey, hey, what are you doing here? Kind of something like that. Then it, that that would be kind of more of a notification. Okay, you do see that there's some guards kind of walking around the docks as well um, on patrol. Uh, Elamir, what did you say you were looking for? Specifically? Uh, large cargo, like really big cargo boxes okay. or um, anything. Well, that's too vague. I was going to say anything that like would seem like animal supply to me. If that's too vague, ignore me. Uh, go ahead. Just go ahead and roll a perception check. Like, I don't know. Like, what do lizards eat? You tell me what I'm looking for. <laughs> 16. 16. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, so you, you guys walk the docks. Um, and you see a few ships that seem to have uh, large crates and barrels and things that they're moving on um just kind of like as you glance at some of them some of them look like uh maybe some food uh others look like just trade goods clothes silks cloths um some have like you know metals and things that uh looks like they're just nothing in particular stands out to you um not really exactly sure what you'd be looking for, but nothing, you know, stands out as kind of odd right. for you, um, Elmer. I would like to have Valley just, like, be sniffing the air as we're going along and tell me the, like, types of animals and creatures she is smelling. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll a perception check for her. <clears throat> okay. Uh, while that's happening... Um, oh, go and ahead. then just, yeah, so keen smell. Panthers have advantage on perception checks for smell. Okay. So, uh, eighteen plus four, so twenty-two. Okay. Um, she just kind of starts to list off 
just <laughs> like every time uh so basically like uh just kind of tells you seagull fish lots of people, lots of people. fish a lot of fish um birds you can't specify the birds so you're assuming seagulls um uh livestock chickens goats um stuff like that uh nothing that seems out of the ordinary gotcha okay then i'll just continue to walk along round with her and have her just continue to relay what she's smelling okay uh levy you you kind of approach some boats and uh no one seems to stop you uh be kind of like it's some just glances from some of the guards kind of like keeping an eye on you guys walking around it is dark at night on a dock you know with money like you know expensive wares so you assume that people are probably keeping an eye on the people um as you're moving around looks like maybe some of the crews kind of like spot you and just kind of like again keep an eye on you like what's the what are these people doing walking around the docks at night uh, but no one seems to, like, call you out or get aggressive. I want to play some music on the edge of the dock. I want to sit on sit on the dock, edge of the dock, and just, you know, play some music. Any, what what are you playing? What instrument? Ooh, what do I have? Uh, I got, I don't have a, I have a, what instruments do I want to play right now? Oh, I do have a lute. I'm going to play my lute. I have one, apparently, in my inventory, in my bag of holding. <laughs> All right, you pull out your lute and just start playing a uh, some sort of sea shanty and um, just nice, relaxing moment out on the docks here. Cool, chilling, just chilling, man, enjoying the vibes. We are vibing. <laughs> You're vibing. <laughs> okay, sweet. <laughs> uh, yeah, nothing out of the ordinary. All right. Well, if there's not too much out of the ordinary, I don't want to like push ourselves too much tonight to like force our like a situation to happen um these things are obviously hidden for some reason so i think maybe if we, we lit all the back. boats on fire i'm sure they'd have to unload everything and then we'd see it all a lot easier wouldn't we that's a good idea not, right not wrong <laughs> let's let's go with that as a plan b <laughs> for now <laughs> So, Casimir realized he should stop talking out loud. <laughs> that was the inside voice. You just you could just tell the panther your ideas. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great idea, Casimir. <laughs> I forgot how creepy the panther. Was. God. Ugh. Um. So yeah, I guess I, I, we can just head back to the Fortune Flagon if you guys want. Yeah. Okay. All right. You guys make your way back to Fortune and Flagons. Um. Seemingly, not gathered much, That's but got a good lay of the lay of the city, the layout of the city. Um, um, when we get back, I'd like to flag down possibly like the the man we talked to before. Okay. And kind of just, I want to ask him. It's just like uh, ask him about Hector because we didn't see him. So. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make a persuasion check. Yeah, so I, I, what I want to say to him is just like, hey, so we went over and we went to uh, Hector's hand handiments, and uh, it didn't appear to be open, or he wasn't home or something like that. Uh, do you happen to know where he might have gone? Uh, I'm going to use my, my dagger for, for advantage on this one. Okay. Ooh, it's still not good. 13. 13, okay. He, uh, he kind of like, you know, 
pulls up his belt and kind of like sits down next to you guys, like pulls a stool and sits down. He's like, leans forward, like, yeah, the Tector's, uh, he's an odd one. He does some pretty amazing things, but he's an, he's an odd person. Um, who knows what he could have been doing? I, maybe he was home and didn't want to answer. Maybe he's gone. I have no idea. I don't make my way over there often, but he's an odd duck. I'll say that. Can I get an inside check on him and just kind of like check to see how truthful he's being about it or if he's sure. telling me everything? Good, make an inside check. I completely missed my dice tray and threw it on the floor. Okay. Um, that was a 19 plus 4. Uh, 23. Okay. Um, as you've just kind of been around town, you get the sense that people in this town aren't on the uppity up, up and up necessarily. You know, it's not like the law and order, mm-hmm. you know, uh, when you were in SRM, it seemed like, um, it seemed like things were even the poorest people in town seemed to be not well taken care of, but felt safe and people seemed relatively open to talk this place. It seems, um, people are a bit more reserved in the things they say, keep their opinions to themselves and have lots of differing opinions. Okay. Um, the sense you get from him, uh, that he doesn't know you that great. Uh, so he's not just sharing everything with you, but it seems that what he's telling you about Hector, you get the sense it's probably true. Um, but there may be more there that he's not telling you, but it, it, more that it doesn't seem like it's necessarily important. Not that like there's some big dark secret he's hiding. Hector is the mastermind behind everything. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. All right. Cool. I will. Right. I will. With that knowledge of and what he said, I will thank him and feel like we can either have some drinks or go up to rooms. Okay. And he kind of gets up and scoots in the stool and makes his way back to walking around the tavern. Cool. Were you guys wanting to eat, drink, or head up to your room? Um, eat, drink, room, read. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Of all of them. All of them. All of the above. Okay. Yeah, you guys flag down one of the barmaids and they uh, get you guys some food and drinks and you... It's not the best food, but it's nice it's to be, have it. it's food and it's nice to have a indoor seat instead of the traveling you guys have been doing lately um yeah nothing fantastic but happy to have something to drink and eat and no roof over your head cool uh, you guys finish up make your way upstairs to your rooms all right how big are how big are our rooms uh rooms there they aren't particularly large you walk in and there's basically um, I don't know. Say maybe about. I'm like trying to do math of, of what a regular size a room is. <laughs> like <laughs> a regular. Are we, size are, are we room. talking like like 15 feet wide? Like 15 sure. feet by 15 feet? Or sure, they're not. They're not huge. There's nothing extra extraordinary about okay. them. There's just room beds. You see like a small table for you to put stuff on. That's about it. Nothing. Um, are we super fancy? Do we have windows and are they facing the ocean? Do we have an ocean view? <laughs> uh, you guys are on the ground floor. Okay. I would say that, yeah, you could ha- you have an ocean view. You can see out on the docks. Okay. Okay, cool. That is good information. Indeed it is. For good later. Questions. 
Alright. Cool. I'm good. I'm right. just gonna, you know, write in my books and keep my journals updated. Okay. Uh, Casimir, were you going to read? Yes. Okay. More of the manual. How long are you going to read? We did the math. Uh, I guess I would ask everyone else what how early they were thinking of getting up and starting the day. Are we allowed to sleep in? You can do whatever you want. I would really <laughs> like to sleep in. You rented the room. For Levy is not a morning time, person, so. I would like to say. So, um, if we do not have to wake up early, I would prefer not to. Fine, okay. then. Maybe so it sounds like we're sleeping in, in which case I would stay up late since we would get to sleep in in order to get a lot of reading in. Okay, I would say at this point it's probably about 8-ish o'clock. So how long would you want to stay awake? Uh, Four hours, maybe so, more. So about 12? Yeah, let's go 12. Okay, okay. let's write down four hours. <laughs> Will oh do. <laughs> Red. Four, four I, uh, when everybody's kind of uh, asleep, I would like to cast Detect Portal just for uh, just for fun. What's the range on it? It is one mile. Wow. <laughs> that's a that's a lot. That's a lot. Large range. Um. Okay. Uh, what exactly does it say? Does it tell you exactly? You know exactly where it is, and or you just the you just know the distance a and direction of the closest planar portal. Okay. Um, you don't detect anything um, here in Sailport, any portals or anything. Um, you do detect a portal. Uh, so basically, the way that Sailport is is it is uh, kind of like there's a large sheer cliff behind that upper tier and basically on the edge of that cliff is the Veilwood. You are detecting a portal pretty far, kind of the edge of your mile range in the Veilwood. Hmm. Uh, and did, did say, you know what kind, like where it leads to or something like that? Uh, no, just, okay. Just just know okay. Yeah. You know that there, you've sent a portal in uh, the Veilwood. Elamir craps his pants. <laughs> it works. Found something. Well, as long as uh, actually, oh, go ahead and go ahead and roll here. a history roll history check for me. History check. Uh, pretty good. Twenty. Not Twenty. Natural. Okay. Um. So you grew up in the Greenwood, and you know some about the Veilwood. Um, it it was not entirely out of the question for there to be a portal in the Greenwood to the Feywild. Uh. Um, and so th that's pro that's your best guess as to what that is probably okay is gotcha. um so uh levy um you do notice that you have you have a note uh your book from Grogard has a message it seems Ooh, okay. okay I will read the message what does the message say Okay. Uh, the message just says that. Oh, uh, oops, wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that lovey guy. <laughs> uh, as you're reading it, uh, it looks like it's asking about uh, something that happened in Silver Ridge. Uh, he basically says it looks like someone uh, of a rather important person 
uh, was found dead in Silver Ridge, and he was and he had kind of done the when he knew about it and when you guys were there, he was asking if you had knew anything about that because he felt he thought that that your guys stay there may have overlapped with this. Do I remember anything? Because I don't have any notes on a person dying, so... Um... You don't recall anything about anyone dying when you were in Silver Ridge, no? I mean, other other than the people that, like, died in, um, the mine, isn't that where we went to? Yeah, no, this, this seems to be, um, like, not just some average Joe who died. It seemed like it was a important figure or something in silver ridge okay um yeah then i respond it's like no we we didn't hear anything like that at the time when we were there um is it do you have a name i'll respond like is there a name that we could like possibly look up and then would you want us to stop back there on our way back to esrim um to kind of like do a follow-up on it Okay, so you send that back. Um, I'll get you don't know how long that. Yeah. yeah, you don't know how long the message was there, so it's you might have to wait a little bit. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I just figure it's like a nightly check-in or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, got it. Okay. Uh, and Seal Scar, did you have anything you wanted to do before you went to bed? Not really. Not much I can do right now. I got to be a good boy, according to the other guys. <laughs> okay. Steel Scar is a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> He is very good. You guys can, uh, you can rest up and, uh, uh, so yeah, so Casimir stays up till about 12 ish uh, and then you'll go to bed. Um, yeah, that's what you guys are able to do. Uh, rest up, wake up in the morning. Um, the sun's coming in through the, cause it's rising in the East. So you can see the lights coming in through your window. Um, yeah, there's some small shades there, but you know they're not like they're not blackout curtains. So I you tried casting prestidigitation at the window to turn it off. It doesn't work. <laughs> didn't work. I cast thaumaturgy at the window to close the shutters. <laughs> oh, there are no shutters on these windows. Wait, Oof. no seaside town, no shutters. No oh, man, I told you it wasn't a very extravagant place you were staying. <laughs> They don't spend money on things like shutters. <laughs> they sure do on Why bars. It's what stops flooding. Who knows? Floods <laughs> don't exist in this country. <laughs> they have uh, never had a tidal wave. <laughs> Except for the They've one. They've never had, the... you know, a rainstorm. A monsoon. Uh. Um, okay. Cool. I will get up slowly okay wake up yeah you, you get the sense it's probably eight nine o'clock something like that you guys feel rested nice not having to murder things to stay alive for a change <laughs> uh, yeah you know i love going to sleep and not having to murder someone <laughs> sure. uh, so okay. i guess uh head downstairs i'll try and get some food Drink. Okay. You guys, you guys all head down there, get your morning yeah. coffee and stuff. Okay. My coffee. There you go. Oh yeah, you guys get your food and stuff. Um, <clears throat> they seem to be keeping a running tab of just the stuff that you're getting and everything, uh, based on your conversation with who you still don't know his name. Uh, the the Bar- owner of the tavern, Bar- Barkeep. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, what would you guys like to do? You're eating the yeah, days should, before you. Do you guys want to go check out Hector's again? See if we can get in this time? Maybe, maybe it's a two gold fee entry. <laughs> okay. You want to make your way to Hector's? Yeah, that's good with everyone. All right. Hey, you guys make your way that way. Same route you took last night. Um, seems people, the city is kind of starting to wake up. People are, you see some people in the docks um, doing, you know, moving some stuff. The day is just getting started for everybody. Uh, you make your way to Hector's. Uh, you get there. The door seems to be slightly propped open. Oh, uh, let's go inside. Okay. Yeah, it's not a particularly large um, building, but you're able to make your way in. Uh, so you enter a dark store. Uh, you immediately have to duck beneath a large metallic object that hangs just beyond the threshold. That uh, seems to be some sort of bar or something. And as you gaze around, you see the store is simply cluttered with odds and ends. Items that have been taken apart, cogs, bolts, and tools lying everywhere. Uh, and as you kind of like weave your way around this path that's kind of been made in this just cluttered store, uh, you eventually see kind of a man bent over a table. He's holding a, he's got a small gut. Uh, his shirt seems to struggle it in. Uh, he's got kind of like wispy hair. Uh, as he kind of like, he has like these kind of like big goggle looking things on his eyes. And uh, as he, he seems to be busily working on something. Uh, and as you guys kind of get closer, closer he kind of like raises up a hand is like one moment please and he like carefully kind of twists a small object into place with a pop uh and the object it looks like a small sphere lights up and he twists the knob on the top again and the light goes out he twists it back and the light comes back on he's like ah i've done it here catch and he just tosses it to you levy i catch okay you grab it uh, as you see it, just it looks like just this circular kind of clearish object, and you can see in it is like this kind of flame, and it kind of is giving off light around the area, and you kind of like do what he did, and you twist it, and it seems like it covers up the light, huh. twist it back, and it kind of opens a light. Um, convenient. And he says, uh, so he tosses it to you, he's like, the perfect object for an adventurer who finds themselves in the dark. It's a light whenever you need it. The sphere is made from very tough materials, so the chances of it breaking are very slim. And he grabs the object and back from you, Levy, and kind of like rolls it on the ground. He's like, and it rolls! <laughs> it rolls around the room, kind of lighting up the store as it's rolling. Um, he's like, great for rolling down scary hallways. And he kind of like chases after the item. Wrong. He seems very giddy and excited with this thing that he's created. And he kind of like picks up and just kind of like stares into it like the spectacles on his eyes just make his eyes look really big how long does it light up for uh he's like forever that's amazing he's like, yes i i have enchanted it with the uh oh god what's the name of the spell daylight the, there's a no the flame spell it's called like eternal i keep wanting to say it's eternal flame it's not um Neverending Flame or something like that. I don't know. It's a spell and I'm blanking on what it's called. Now I have to look it up because it's making me angry. <laughs> da, 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 da. What is it? Everlasting Flame? Continual Flame. Continual flame. There you go. Because it lasts until it's dispelled. Cool. 
Um, so he's just kind of like staring at it. It kind of seems to get lost in the object. And he like turns to you guys. He's like, and which may I help you with? Well, you definitely seem like the kind of person that I want to be talking to right now. So I am in the market for finding a uh, magical item to fit our needs. And I heard you might be the person to talk to. He kind of just like sets the object down on the on his table and he kind of like lifts the spectacles so they're not giant. Um, looks like he has normal eyes now. Uh, he's like, and what might those objects be? Well, the object I'm currently looking for is some kind of communication device that would let me and my few compatriots here uh, communicate with each other uh, without being in the same vicinity. And kind of like strokes like the small chins on our hairs the chins on his hairs the hairs on his chin it's like yes I've done some work on like that before but I have a problem what seems to be the problem <laughs> well the focus that I use to create objects like that broke a few months ago and I've not been able to do anything what do you since. need for a focus <laughs> well it's a rather interesting object to get a hold of, but it's called a hag's eye. Do we know why it's called a hag's eye? Uh, roll an arcana check. Not the one that I rolled a one with. Oh. I rolled a 19. Ooh, look at you. Oh my god, can I roll my dice? 14. Uh, 15 plus... 3. 18. 18. We're just going to assume Steel Scar doesn't know anything about it. Yeah. Magic? <laughs> Question mark? I think, yeah, I think the highest was a 19 from Elamir. Yeah. Yeah. What did you get, Casimir? 14. 14. Okay, yeah, you're not sure I'm what a hag eye is. Yeah, you're not sure what it is. Um, Casimir, Elamir, and Levy, uh, you're familiar with, you've heard of hags, hags eyes. Um, they come from hags. Hmm. Um, specifically, uh, hag covens. Um, they are an object that. Uh, the coven creates using an eye um, of something else, but it isn't something that they create and it gives them some sort of utility power. You're not sure exactly why they do it, but it you know it comes from hags. It's from a coven that is typically these are created for. Got it. Okay. Um, well, that is good to know. Do you happen to know where we might be able to find one if you do not have one? He kind of like eyes you for a second. He's like, "Are you interested in procuring one?" Well, you need the uh, the eye in order to make the uh, items that I want, and I want the items. Oh my God, Siri, go away! <laughs> um, you need you need the hag's eye to make the item I want, and I quite want these items. So, <clears throat> if you happen to know, then maybe we could come to some kind of agreement. And just kind of was like, that sounds agreeable. Um, you know, I have I have heard some rumors of a hag coven up north. Uh, that I have kind of, when I was looking into where I could get a hag's eye, uh, that's where I would have gone. But hunting down a hag coven is not something that I want to do right now. So I have not followed up on that pursuit. So if you would love to go in my stead. Oh, fuck. Sorry, there's a spider on my wall. <laughs> how big how big's the spider? Tiny. So was I wanted it to before it got away. <laughs> and grew big. Uh, Sorry about that. Um you're fine. Um 
Yeah, he just tells you that he's heard some rumors about a uh, hag coven up north. What do I know about hag covens? And specifically um, getting eyes out of them? So it's not, it's not like right, 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 right. It's not. It's it's a focus that they make. Like it's something that they make. But I'm assuming since they make them, they don't necessarily give them out very easily. I would imagine. Yeah. Um. Okay. Go ahead and roll a history check to see what. Maybe. Or what are you trying to figure, figure out? Why they would make one, or what does it purpose? Does it serve? What? More of typically how one would get one out of a coven. Oh. Okay. I just roll history. <laughs> I have no idea. Five. Yeah, you're not you're not certain how you would go about procuring that from a coven. Uh, I will ask him then, since I don't readily know. I was like, so, do you have any recommendations on how to get this eye out of these hags out of this hag coven? Ideally, it's not a go in and just start killing things. Hopefully, this is well. The hag coven is a. Uh, object of great value and importance to a hag. So yes, they're not just going to hand one out to you. You will have to kill them, probably, if you want it. Oh, okay. Well, noted. Thank you. But don't destroy the hag's eye. Okay, will do. Because you can destroy them. You said north. Uh, do you have any more specific north in mind? Uh, he's like, um, I the the rumors I had heard and I had followed. Um, was uh, there's a small town to the north uh, along the shore called Myershore. Um, when I had heard rumors that some people there had spotted or knew about a hag coven, I don't know where the coven is. I don't know where they stay. Again, I was just doing some research, and that's what I found, and I stopped there because I wasn't going to pursue it. Uh, but if you need that information, I would head to Myershore to see if you can find that Wonderful. out. Um, I guess the other question would be is uh do you have any of the items on casimir's shopping list i just walked away <laughs> yeah. gonna roll out a shopping list for him um i'll be back in just a moment that's fine uh so he kind of starts to look over the the list and uh if i remember right a lot of his things were pretty mundane he had some magical items there um i personally but- am looking for the the, the dos loot <laughs> you want the legendary loot (laughs) i want that legendary i'm gonna i'm gonna wait for him to get back instead of scrolling back through my uh yeah uh i'll ask him in the meantime um since you uh seem pretty smart and get into some pretty uh niche studies here um do you know anybody around here that studies portals uh, go ahead and make a persuasion check. Uh, uh, uh. It's my persuasion. Oh, it's a zero. So I just got an eight. Eight. Uh, he goes, nope, don't know anyone who does anything with portals here. Uh, can I perceive if that was genuine? Uh, it would be an insight check. Insight? Alright. Six. Fuck. <laughs> Man. You think he's being completely honest with you. Okay. As far as you can tell. I hang my head. <laughs> you don't actually know that you didn't roll well. You just think yeah. he's being honest with you. Mm. Um, he could be. 
since we're all talking magical items, there's something that I want to ask him too. Sure. I'm like, um, I was wondering if you could help me out with something. See, we we sometimes go investigating in like we've been. I want to say we've been into like caves and stuff, and sometimes we want to be quiet, but my armor is usually really loud. And do you know where I could acquire maybe some kind of armor that could be both sturdy but quiet? He's like, well, because um, I know usually when I go to a blacksmith, they're like, they're like, no, we just make what we can, but. They usually they they in the past they've mentioned something about enchanting armor, but see, mm-hmm. I don't know much about magic, so since we're here, I thought it wouldn't hurt to ask. Like, well, I can certainly enchant your armor. It takes a little bit, so you wouldn't be able to be wearing it, and it would cost you some money to do that. But it is possible to enchant your armor. Hmm. You know what? Uh, I'll think on that because I know I know where I know these these guys here have more urgent needs that they want fulfilled. It's all right. It's like, are there any other questions? Objects you need enchanted. Wow. Um, how much would dark vision be? Dark vision on what? I tap my mask. And he like reaches for your mask. Like sand uh, out like this. I, I pop it off and hand it to him. Have I seen Casimir without his mask on? Like I'm I don't know if he's take you off it a few times. Oh, when we first met, I had it on the counter next to me. Got it. Do you sleep it. in it? <laughs> do you sleep in uh, the mask? Yes. Oh, you do. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> do you, so you take all the? I just lay it on the, my back with the mask facing up, and so I'm just all the other armor off, but your helmet still. You're like the, you're like Mandalorian. <laughs> the helmet stays on. He's like Shaxx. Uh, yeah, he's like Shaxx. No. Oh, God. Um, this is one of the few times you've seen Casimir without a mask. Uh, so he, he kind of like looks it over and he's like, am I detecting that there's already some magic on this? You'd be correct. It says, what, are the, what enchantment is already on this? Uh, the only property I know of is that it repairs itself after damage. He says, well, that's your first problem. It's very difficult to enchant an item twice. Is it possible? It's very difficult and very expensive and prone to failure. What was the result of failure? The destruction of the object. Well, damn. Never mind, then. (laughs) What about uh, if you don't care about the object? Any object for dark vision. It doesn't matter if you are wearing this object or carrying it and it and it gives you the powers of dark vision, then it doesn't matter what it is. Yep. Don't care. Okay. Um, I pull out a little metal bead. How about this? It says, well, typically magic items, if they're going to give you that effect, you need to be somehow wearing them. Can we implant it in the mask? Make, like, lenses? Well, what, like, weld it. <clears throat> or, yeah, or make lenses and put those on the inside, yeah. Like glass lenses, mm-hmm. what you thinking? Yeah, so like two monocles, and then uh, affix them in place. So you like, put them on the put them on the outside. Yeah, of the map. <laughs> Hold on, guys. We have googly eyes. So a, a like you know solemn tiki mask with googly eyes. He says, "Well, typically, 
Hold on one second. I want to see what the dark vision spell, like what it is. Wizard spells. Dark vision 5e. Yeah. Dark vision. Oh god, is a... roll 20. What? Why is it telling me there's zero out of one? There it is. Uh, it's a second level spell. Okay. Up to a range of 60 feet. Um. <sighs> Let me see something. <clears throat> I want to get back to you. I have a sheet yeah. that I use that I have used to determine the cost of magic items. So he basically tells you, um, he can't give you a price unless you know exactly what it is you want to do. He can tell you how much it would cost to like, just enchant a normal like ring or something, what about some which is what, or something, which is what I will tell you. Like the enchantment on any, any object, he can tell you what it is. But if you're wanting to do something like flippy lenses or something, then that's, that's something that might be more right than just wearing a ring that gives you it. Okay. Um, if I just had a ring, then how much would he charge to enchant the ring? That's what I said. I will look up. Okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Cool. And then right. does he have anything for the, uh, like the, the magical items that we might be having or looking for? So he tells you that, um, he's like, regarding the magic items, if you want those, uh, me to create that, that's fine. I can do that once I have the hag's eye and it'll take a few days, maybe a week. How many are you wanting? For the communication devices? Yes. Um, four at least. Four. Okay. Uh, that will take maybe a week to enchant all of those. Okay. So it'll take a little bit of time. Um, but since you were helping me with a hag's eye, you know, I will certainly give you a large discount on the cost of those. I believe I put it somewhere hidden deep within my notes. Oof. I put somewhere how much he would charge you to do that. Um, I will have to find that. Because I, I remember writing that down. I'll make a note for myself as well. Okay, sounds good. Um, and then uh, more of also like the, the more mundane magical goods as well. Yeah. Possibly. Shopping! Um, so also he tells you about the magic. He says, um, for the communication devices, I need you to... Um, you need to provide the objects that you want to be enchanted. Okay. And on the type of object you want enchanted will affect its activation and usage um typically communication devices it's not a constant thing they need to be activated if it's a if it's a ring it needs to be twisted if it's a bracelet it needs to be squeezed or twisted or something like that just decide what object you want enchanted typically mundane jewelry worked great but whatever they all it is have to be the same thing yeah. um they don't necessarily need to be the same thing but it may be it may speed up the process of enchanting them. Okay. Okay. You know, once you do something once, it's repetition. Yep. We will We will definitely think about what item we want as a group, probably, then. Um, but first things first would probably be the hag's eye, because we can't do anything until then. <laughs> it says, of course. Um, and then what was the other objects you were wanting? 
the stuff that he sent on the yeah there's like a giant list i don't remember exactly can you go through <laughs> yeah it? so his so his stuff is so uh as you kind of ask him about his wares he doesn't have anything like like yeah i got like the big magical the sword of a thousand truths or anything um it, it seems like he is tailored more yeah. toward um tailored more toward uh handy handiments magical items like the one that you saw uh, obviously, he is capable of enchanting more than that, but that seems to be his business model: is um, handy little knickknacks that people can use uh, to help them in their endeavors. So he has the handy hand of a dozen truths. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so to answer your question, no, he does not have those things you are looking for. Okay, cool, wonderful. That's fine. Um. Well, then thank you for your time. I will see what we can do about this hag's eye um, and let you know if we venture out that direction. So of course, you will find me here. If you have any questions, let me know. Be sure to bring me the items you want enchanted. And if you get the hag's eye, watch yourselves. Hags are some pretty nasty creatures. Um, and come back safely or I guess not at all yeah that sounds about right (laughs) (laughs) okay sounds good alright so you guys step out of his uh, story seems to go back to working on whatever he was working on Uh, shall we check out what else we have in this town guys indeed and then kind of as we walk around I would say we kind of talk about that so do we want to go get this hag's eye for them it sounds like fighting lots of fighting Possibly. Um, do we know how far away this town is? I guess we wouldn't know, right? We wouldn't know, probably. I figure we could yeah, you figure wouldn't it out. Know. He just told you it's called Meyer Shore and it was up north. There's a map shop right there. Ooh. <laughs> I'd <laughs> hope they the know. Yeah, let's go find out. It's a good okay. place. Make your way over to the map. Mendel's map. Um, you walk in. Uh, Mendel is a... Uh, you walk in, you see um, just kind of like the walls just kind of like has some maps about you know, Sailport of, uh, you see what like Redbrook and just some of the, a lot of the towns around you see some about um, just parts of a thing, not like the entire map of the world, that's a very difficult thing to map um, but just kind of like regions and stuff uh, and you see like one or two people kind of like walking around, look at some of the maps um seems like a lot of uh, sailors come here um kind of like tracking you know they need a map figure out where they're going stuff like that um you so do see like a more nautical maps kind of thing you see a, a little bit of both okay. um nautical maps uh, people in there seem to be sailors uh looking over some maps and stuff like that um and yeah, so you get in there and you see uh kind of this dark elf uh, male, he just kind of got like black hair and uh, kind of like blackish eyes. Um, he just kind of like seems to be sitting in the corner. There's something Thank you for muting that. <laughs> I forgot I have a push to mute too, so I didn't. Nice. Sorry. Um, Go ahead. You're fine. You're fine. Uh, he just seems to be looking, like watching people in the store. Okay. 
It was Meyer. What was it? Sorry. Meyer Shore. Meyer Shore. Uh, so I'll uh, approach who I assume to be Mendel. I'll mm-hmm. say, good morning. Uh, we've just arrived to town and we're just trying to get our bearings straight. Uh, we've met with a few people and they've uh, told us a few places. Um, and so I'm just wondering, do you have any map that, uh, or do you know where uh, Meyer Shore is? says, yes, I know where Meyer Shore is. It is just up north near the Wailing Cove. Okay. Uh, this is my first time venturing out onto the uh, this coast of our great continent here. <laughs> um, how, how far north would it be, let's say, by a boat? Um, well, Meyer Shore is quite a small village. I wouldn't imagine many boats going that direction, but... If as you were going by boat, I would imagine it would take about half a day. It's not very far. Okay, great. Okay. Um, by foot, probably about two days travel. By horse, probably a day. Okay. Very cool. Um, how about do you, uh, and this is more just to appreciate his time, um, do you have a map of this uh, this area that we could purchase from you? A map of the Carlene Lowlands or the Tide Song Coast? Yes, I have some of those if you'd like. Yeah, just something that kind of shows um, uh, Sailport up to Meyershore and, you know, kind of the best bang for our buck here of just getting a, a wide view of this area. Okay. All right, he... Uh, he finds a map and he kind of like lets you look it over uh where you can see it uh has uh basically it goes out just far as redbrook uh goes down um i guess i could show you the world map so i so that's what i'm looking at <laughs> uh so if you're looking at the world map um it goes out to redbrook um actually into the river inspired peaks uh goes down to uh, the Ashen Mountains. It's just kind of like this kind of a... I guess I could draw a circle. Circular area here. Oh, that's a square, but... It works. Kind of, Yeah, that area there. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, I'll buy it. Or I'll ask how much it is. It was uh, it's in the, that town. It Like, the town's in that square, you said? Yeah, it's yeah, very it, top right. The name's kind of blurry. Yeah, it, yeah right. it's pretty small. Okay. It, it includes, it includes like, out to here and stuff. Okay. Um. Uh, it's fifty gold. Alright, I will purchase it. Well, I and... stop him before he pays. Excuse me, excuse me. Would we be able to get some kind of discount on this, sir? Um, you know, you see, you see, we're travelers, and we can easily spread good word of your map shop. Go ahead and roll persuasion. <laughs> Try and the oldest exposure. Using <laughs> bagger much? Uh, so I got a sixteen you with plus exposure. ten, so twenty-six. He kind of like looks you all over, sees your gear, and is like, we'll sell it to you for 40 gold pieces. Is that agreeable? I mean, I was fine with 50. This is your, <laughs> this is your show, Levy. No, no, no. I'm just trying to make sure we we get the best deal, especially since I know we're all on a reporter's salary here. <laughs> you know, I don't know the last time I saw pay from our job. Uh, exactly. Hello. <laughs> It sits in us. It sits in us. I'm waiting for you guys to go back. Yeah. I have a lot of money. Uh, 
I'll I'll agree to forty and I'll okay. just take the map. Okay. All right. You guys buy the map. You now have a map of the Carlene Lowlands out to the Tide Song Coast. Sweet. Cool. Brilliant. I'm sure it'll come in handy. We should go ahead and enchant this map. Yeah. It, it, it shows that. our location on it at all times. <laughs> the Marauders uh, map. I mean, you can take it back to Hector if you want. I wonder how much that would cost. <laughs> another day, another day. I don't want to bother the man. The man seemed very into his work. <laughs> all right. All right, cool. Well, now we know where we're going. Um, shall we check out what else is around here? I mean, I'm sure we could go check out like the armory shops as well see if there's things for uh, i would be interested in checking out the armory shop seeing if there's anything they can do about my armor because you're all, like what you guys said in said last night made kind of a little bit of sense about how i'm usually loud so um especially if well if we're going to do what we have to do, then I'd rather be a little more quiet. So you're not going to be able to find a blacksmith or someone who can make you quiet. It's like you're wearing scale mail or something based right below plate. I'm, really, I'm, I'm, I'm using a flint. So that's really loud. Flint? Not flint. Uh, splint. Splint, sorry. Splint. splint. Okay. That's what I'm using. Yeah. So Hector basically told you he could enchant your armor to be quiet. But I would have to leave it with him. Yeah, you have to leave it with him. Um, but we have yeah. people here who sell armor, don't they? Yes, but what I'm saying is the no one can make mundane, quiet, splint armor. No, no, I know. I, I My idea was I wanted to go maybe buy armor that I can use and then leave this with Hector. Ah, uh, okay. I gotcha. Old switcheroo. Yeah. <laughs> Get some temp armor kind of thing. There yeah. you go. Okay, uh, so you can. Um, where where do you want to go specifically? Um, well, I mean, the cutlasses sounds fun. The cutlasses is what that came to mind because that's basically what you mentioned to us when we got here. Okay. And right, I mean, yeah. with a name like that, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> um, while they do that, can I just kind of um, like? watch the docks and try to like gain until that way sure go ahead and um so you guys make your way down to the cutlasses um elamir is gonna hang out the docks uh, go ahead and roll a before he does anything um i want to grab elamir and go like kind of into a back alley where no one's looking mm -hmm. and i want to um touch him and make him invisible Ooh. Where do you touch him next? <laughs> uh, can you give me a doll? I'll point it out. <laughs> okay. How long is it? And just an casting invisibility on him? Yeah. So he's invisible okay. for an hour. Okay. All right. Elamir, you are now invisible. I consent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do I still have to roll something? Uh, so okay. what do you want to do? If you want to be, so what I think invisibility does just gives you advantage on stealth, stealth checks. Uh, he is actually completely invisible. So everything he's wearing and carrying is invisible as long as well, that, uh, that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the spell and it doesn't make you any advantages or anything like that. It's just you are invisible. Oh, anything. Uh, okay. So yeah, obviously for like more. movement would be stealth checks and stuff still. But I figured he was stealthy enough that just having invisibility would just be an, uh, an extra boon for him. 
Yeah. What are you wanting to do? Are you wanting to sneak uh, around or are you just wanting to... I'm, yeah, no, I'm wanting to sneak around and actually maybe even get on some ships. Okay. We will get to that in a second. Um, By the way, I'm just going to be like, Elamir, if you're still here, I'm talking to the air right now. <laughs> if you're still here, this lasts about an hour. So just letting you know. And you'd be able to tell if uh, you were, if it's about to end, Elamir. Okay. Um, okay, so I'm looking at behind invisible, invisible creatures. Possible to see with the aid of magic or a special sense. For the purpose of finding the creatures heavily obscured. Creature's location can be attacked by any noise it makes or tracks it leaves. Attack rolls are at a disadvantage. Creatures' attack rolls have advantage. Okay. So basically, if you're leaving footprints, people can see them. Um, and if you're like walking into things and knocking them over, people are going to. Something's right. There's something funky going on over there. Uh, so what I would have you do is I would have you still make stealth checks, but they would be, you know, you'd get it. I would give you an advantage, and it, you would it would be very easy for you to be able to sneak, as long as you're not running into things, basically. Um, okay, so we'll get to Elamir. Um, you guys head down to the cutlasses. Uh, yes. Okay, you make well, your way inside. I would be saying that if they were to if they had pulled into like a little alleyway, I would have been making my way over there already anyways. Yeah, I okay. mean it didn't take us very long. It was like yeah. a minute maybe. Yeah. So Yeah. Boop. Um, okay. So you, you Can uh, I levy just, like, say invisibility yeah. is a boop on the nose. It's just like boop and then they're there invisible. There you go. I like He's that. invisible. Nose boop. <laughs> it's a nose boop. Okay, so you guys make it down the cutlasses. Uh you see like the signs got like a cutlass hanging down it says the cutlasses you make your way inside um the the store seems to be just lined with uh weapons and stuff like some some armor there not a ton of armor but mainly just weapons and stuff um as you walk in you you see some people kind of like looking around uh you see two women um who are one of them seems to be caught talking with a customer another one uh is uh, kind of like manning the store. Uh, they're both kind of uh, have like kind of like like sleeves cut off. You can kind of see their arms. They've got like tattoos and stuff in their arms. Um, they've got like hair pulled back. Uh, kind of got like tanner skin just come from being out in the sun. Um, they look like women who can, uh, you know, exert a lot of physical effort. You'd imagine if you're making weapons and stuff that that would be the case. Um, so if you want to approach one of them, you can. Yeah, I'm going to go in and approach one of them. And um, okay. um, I'm looking to buy some kind of armor. Um, I plan on getting this one that I have enchanted, but I kind of need a, a backup armor for now. And I was wondering what kind of uh, wares you have at the moment. In one second. I'm looking for something not really expensive, maybe like a chain shirt or something. Yeah, I was looking up. Um so she uh she's like So you're looking for armor, alright. Um well we have some armor available. Was there any we don't have a ton, we mainly uh focus on weapons here, but is there any particular armor you were looking for? I could take a look to see what we have in in the back if you'd like. Um, 
maybe something like oh i'm not looking for anything expensive so um i was looking for something maybe like a chain shirt or side note do you have the chain mail that you had originally no i sold that when i bought this uh, okay splint so that's the only reason i'm here okay because i remember i uh, i got a discount on my splint because i handed in my uh my chain shirt that i originally had okay all right yeah, i did that with our armor too okay um so she kind of like goes in the back and takes a look around and uh is like uh, well it looks like we've got uh uh, we've got a breastplate here, um, and some ring mail, and uh, just some leathers. Not too much. All right. Um, well, I think for um, I think I'll um, I pick up that breastplate, and um, like um, I might end up taking this. But you said you deal mostly with weapons. Yes. Um, do you just sell them or do you forge them? Uh, we make our own weapons here. All of the ones you see are made by me and my sister. Um, my sister and I. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I wanted to make, had a, have a weapon made, uh, what would the cost of it be? Uh, I want what you want. I want specific design. That's usually popular in uh, in soon, more like a, a thinner, longer blade, not like this one that I have on my back. You talk about style. You would the type of style from soon. Yes, um, I go. I, I give her the details of how like the the sword that I had looked like and everything. And Steel Scar, would you would you want me to show them a picture? I happen to have drawn your sword previously. Uh, I could show oh. them a picture of it if you want. Please. Pull out one of my books. Okay, show her the picture. Uh, she's like, "Well, I'll be honest. I've never made uh, a a sword of that style. It is a different type of is a different process to create a sword like that." Um, I'll be honest. I've always been interested in trying it. My sister and I have been, but we've never done it. So we'd be willing to give it a shot. If you'd be up for it. Phil Scar thinks and he's like, you know what? Yeah, I, I think we can give it a shot. Okay. Worse, worse things worse. Uh, my master will just kill me. Phil <laughs> <laughs> Scar, we're not letting that happen. <laughs> or at least um. willingly. <laughs> but no, um, you know, um, you're the first. This is the first shop that I've come across where swords are be- are actually forged and post me losing my blade. So, you know what? Let's do it. So, all right, well, did you just want a norm? Like, uh, she actually asks if she can have your uh, picture, Levy. Yeah. yeah, I'll rip okay. it out. Okay. Um, was it a picture of his sword or, like, on his back? It was, it, it, like, I've drawn, like, just tools and stuff like that. It's- and okay, just like a of picture us. of this. Yeah, so like, okay. I've drawn his sword. I've drawn um, Casimir's mask before. Just kind of. Okay. I thought it was cool. Okay. Um, and she's like, uh, "Was there anything 
did you want any engravings on this? Did you want gems? Any? What did you want? Just a normal sword? Any like? No. Um, it? Yes, exactly as this. There was. It had no engravings. No. Um, it had nothing fancy on it. It was. It, it looked plain, but just. I mean, if you ever get to try one, you you'll know when you swing it. It has a different feeling to it. It hits hard, but it feels light on the swing based on how it was originally designed. She says, "Yes, I like I said, I'm, I'm familiar with the style of weapon. I've never created one, so we will we will give it a shot, um, and we will see what happens. It will, uh, since it is a custom sword that we are making." Uh, typically, those swords go for around 50-ish gold pieces. Um, since we are making it custom, um, it would probably run you about 75 to 100 gold pieces, depending on the process. I've never, like I said, I've not done it, so I don't know exactly how much it'll be. Uh, but that's my best guess. All right. Um, well, since um, I was thinking, well, since I'm buying this... Um, it was a breastplate, she said, right? Yes. Well, since I am buying this breastplate and we are experimenting with something new, you know, maybe, you know, I know you said most swords usually go for 50 gold. How about we kind of strike a deal since you're trying something new and, um, you know, we're, we're both trying something new here. So we're both taking kind of a risk here. I understand, but you know, maybe we can come up with a better deal or a better offer on this. Uh, go ahead and roll persuasion. Oh shit. And I suck at that too. <laughs> yeah, oh, this is wait, wait, wait. Levy's I'm just, like, a, I'm just beaming at him. I'm so happy that he's trying things. <laughs> is, is she a dwarf? No, she's not. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> then I don't get advantage. Oof. I rolled a six total. Six. Uh, she's like, yeah, you know, we're, we're taking a bit of a risk here too. It's the materials. We, it could end up being a lot more expensive that to do this. And we, we don't want to pass all of that cost on to you if it ends up being double that. Cause that's, you know, it's unfair to you. You know, if it ends up costing us 200 gold pieces, we're not going to pass all that cost on you. The most would be a hundred. Um, so we're taking a bit of a risk in this process as well. So I, I, think, I think it's a fair deal. So it'll be, what, 500 gold total? Yeah, she's not going to have you pay for the sword until after. All right, so just the so you're not paying for the sword right now. Yes. Okay. So uh, Actually, she will ask for a down payment on the sword so she doesn't make it and you just disappear kind of thing. All right, so what would you say? Uh, so she will, ask, she will ask 50 gold down. All right, so I'll give her 450 gold to pay for the breastplate and the down payment on the sword. Okay. All right. And I look back at, uh, at Levy and just give him a thumbs up. <laughs> I give him a... Eh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're close. So, uh, like, um, when would I be able to expect this to be complete? When should I come back? She says, well, so we're going to have to do some research on the process to create the blade. Then we have to actually create it. Um, we should have the supplies available. I would say come back in about four days. Oh, fair enough. Um, 
we should be making our way back here soon anyways all right then we will see you then thank you very much thank you and I, let's, I, I paid her, and um, I'm going to change into this breastplate. I guess I should add it to my items. Okay. What is it? A- Stripping down right there in the store. <laughs> well, I do have clothes underneath my armor. <laughs> yeah, it so is you a guys, breastplate. You guys are seeing Steel Scar. Yes, he takes off his clothes, armor. Um I it guess you're not seeing it, but to do with that too. It takes it takes off all his armor, uh, and you can see him walk out in just like this breastplate. <laughs> I feel like Steel Scar's like he feels really weird, <laughs> and then and then I, I look at the rest. And I'm like, well, um, I was wondering if if we're gonna head out towards where we gotta go, I'd rather stop at uh, Hector's one last time and see if he'll enchant this armor for me. Sure, we can head out that direction. I mean, didn't they say that uh, our destination is north of here? So I'm guessing we could. Well, stop oh, that. we haven't even decided if we wanted to go that way, and we're still waiting for Elamir anyway. So we have plenty of time. I figure we wouldn't be leaving at least until tomorrow, if Fair we decide to go that direction. All right. Well, I guess we can make our way to to Hector's again and okay. see if he'll do this for me. Okay. Uh, so while that's happening, uh, Elamir, so what were you wanting to do? You're wanting to maybe hop on some boats or ships and take a peek at their cargo kind of thing. What? Uh, so first I wanted to see if I could gather any hints of like which ships would be going to Ravinia is what you said. Right. Ravinia. Yeah. Ravinia. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm looking for any hint of okay. that. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check to see. Uh, and I will give you, I will give you advantage because you could, Get as close as you actually do this. Sorry. Okay. Keep your perception roll. Keep both yeah. of them for right now. Don't tell me what they are. I want you to roll a stealth check first. Okay. And you're gonna get a huge. They roll it with advantage. Uh, twenty. Okay. So what was your highest roll? What was the advantage roll with perception? Twenty. Twenty. Okay. Wow. Um, so you uh, kind of move around the docks, like just listening in on some conversations, hearing some of the sailors on their boats talking. Um, as you're listening, you don't hear any seeming to talk about Rovania. Um, you don't hear that come up. Most people, uh, you hear them talking. They're talking about uh, traveling uh, down to Haramdrum um, or... Uh, traveling up north to soon um, or making their way down south around the Cape of Zorn uh, over to uh, Windport or something like that. Okay. And Haramdrum is close to... Uh, Haramdrum is in the Dune Sea, which is to the south, which is where Garagar had told, talked to you about. Yeah. Um, okay. I guess I will just uh, press my luck in if I see any ships because it's to the southeast. Um, yeah, did I, uh, did I switch over to the world map? No, here. Yeah, so uh, Rovania is down the southeast corner. Okay, so I'll I'm try sorry, to... Rivonia, that's, that's the name. Sorry, Rivonia. Yeah. Rivonia. 
Um, I'll try to pick one of the ships that you mentioned were heading to Haramdrin, thinking that Haramdrin might be, you know, a middle stop between Ravonia okay. and here. And what do you what do you want to do? Like you're stowing away on the ship, or you're wanting to hear more conversation? Uh, I'd like to get on it and start Just to like, like peek around. Okay, roll an investigation check. All right. 22. Okay. Uh, so you hop on the ship that um, you'd ever heard them talking about Haramdrum. Um, as you take a look at some of the wares, uh, this this uh, ship uh, seemed like it's... They were talking about setting sail soon. Um, so some of the items, like, kind of, like, peeking in, like, some of the crates and stuff. Um, you're able to see... It looks like they're carrying just food... Um, again, just kind of like some generic, uh, supplies, cloths, silks, um, sailport is a trading post of a lot of different things. So you're, you've just, the things you've seen people bringing in are just kind of from all sorts. And the other thing too, you've noticed uh, that I didn't point out, um, a lot of the ships you're seeing are of different, um, designs, uh, right. So like the difference between like a human ship and, or I should say just like a ship of someone from like the Carlene Lowlands will look different than a ship of like the Haramdrum, right? It's different cultures of people or even the people up in uh, soon they're all going to have different styles of ships. So you're seeing a lot of that, like different styles of these ships. Um, this ship actually uh, is uh, not like some of those you've seen. Um, the people on board have darker skin. They are Haram. Um, and, uh, as you're kind of looking over, it looks like they have just, like I said, food, um, kind of like just general trade goods. And as you're hearing them talking, it seems like they brought a bunch of stuff from Haramdrum up and Haramdrum's known for like, you know, fine silks and cloths and, uh, just like things that are found out in the deserts that people would not be able to find otherwise. Um, and there, it seems like they are just gathering supplies and taking them back for things that people can't get in Haramdrum but want. Okay. Um, and I don't... Do, do I perceive any, like... I don't know. This might not be fair to ask, but, like, um, like maybe any, like, hidden compartments or anything like that? Um, go ahead and roll another investigation check for that specifically. Okay. Uh, that one was a nat one. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. You don't. You don't have any luck finding. You're like walking. You're like touching the ground. Like looking under. <laughs> all drugs. Like you're not. You're not finding any. Anything hidden. Okay. Okay. Um, hmm. I guess this is a feels like a strikeout. So I will. Uh, me, I, I will spend the rest of this time just still kind of creeping around the docks and see if I can hear anything about animals or Ravonia, okay. Um, okay. that kind of thing. Yeah, you don't, uh, you don't hear much conversation about Ravonia. Uh, it just from what you're kind of gathering, it doesn't seem like it's a place people go to often. It's a very wild and untamed land. Okay. Um, so uh, it seems like anyone who might be going there. They're not going there just to trade and stuff. Like they're going there for what you're assuming to be capture animals and bring them back to the mainland. 
Um, so yeah. Um, so you did it for about an hour. Um, you guys are making your way to Hector's handiments to ask Hector to enchant some of Steel Scar's armor. Yeah, that's correct. Cool us. Okay. All right. All right. So you guys make your way back up there. Um, he just is working on some of the stuff that he has. Uh, Steel Scar, you're asking to enchant it. Um, he tells you to take about a day or two to enchant it. Um. But as for price, again, I'm going to look, uh, let me look it up so that I'm giving you like a uh, price that is relative to the other things that I'm having you guys pay for. Um, so I can't give you a price right now. I'll have to look that up. You're on mute right now, by the way. You can give me that info on private afterwards if you want. Okay. And I can share, I'll share it on the next episode for those who are interested. Yeah. You can let me know what shopping items I actually find since that mundane yeah. list is pretty mm-hmm. long. And I do want to ask him one last thing before uh, we leave. Like, I'll, I'll give him my armor, and I'll be like, "Um, I know you, you enchant stuff, but um, is are you also capable of transferring enchantments from one thing to another, or is that, or are you only able to enchant things that are like from your from your own abilities?" He kind of he's like, "Well." transferring enchantment is quite a complicated endeavor it is um, it destroys the object that you are transferring the enchantment from um, but it is possible so to put it in simple terms I'm having a sword custom made and the sword that I currently have equipped I was wondering if you can transfer um, its magical properties onto the sort that I'm having made. He says, honestly, you're almost better off. Is it, what is the enchantment? Can I, can I see the sword? Yeah, I hand him the sword. Okay. He kind of grabs it, uh, and you see him cast a spell on the sword. Um, it's good. It seems like it's a pretty basic, um, just small enchantment on the sword that's helps you be a bit more accurate and deal more damage. Uh, that is a pretty basic enchantment and it it's if you're going to transfer an enchantment from one object to another it's better to do it on a very powerful enchantment this is a pretty simple enchantment that is not worth the time or effort to transfer you might as well just enchant the new sword okay so you could you could actually give us something better than this I could certainly enchant. I could do many things that need to be enchanting. They all cost a different amount of money and a different amount of time. I'm just saying, if you want the exact same enchantment on this sword, on a different sword, you're better off just enchanting the new sword with this same enchantment instead of transferring it and just sell the sword and recoup some of the cost. Okay. Um, well, uh, once I get, once I have my, uh, once I get my new sword, then. I'll most likely come pay you another visit. Says, are you having the sword made right now? Yes, it's um, it is currently being made at this moment. I just placed the order, and they're... it's at the cutlasses right now. Currently, yeah, they're ah, yes, they're they said about four days time it should be ready. Says because enchanting an item while it is being made is a lot easier than enchanting an item that is already created. So if they, you are having them make the sword. 
I can enchant it while they are making it, and that will be easier and cost less. That does sound pretty convenient. Uh, have so you worked with them before, Hector? Uh, I have not worked with worked with them like this, but I have done business with them. I just don't want to make uh, you know. I don't want Steel Scar to you know have them interrupt or ruin the work that he's asking them to do because they're not used to working with anyone else. So that's why I asked. He said, uh, of, "Of course, I would not want to uh, get in the way of their process of making the weapon, um, but." It is easier. It's it's up to you. It is easier to enchant an item that is being made than to enchant an item that's already completed. Because you're able to weave the spell into every every aspect of it instead of having to penetrate the object after it's already created. Well, then I guess I'll um, I might have one more uh, a chat with the cutlasses and see uh, see about you possibly helping with enchanting it while they're working on it. Since yes, I would talk to them. I'm not sure how open they are to that, so you may have to do some convincing. Oh, um, yeah, I'll, I'll get, um, I'll let them know and see what we, uh, we can all work out. <laughs> so, all right, let me know and we can get that ball rolling. And he pulls out his little ball and rolls it. <laughs> Oof. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, I want to. I want to. I want to pull out. Um, I have my my pearl that I use for identify. I'm going to cast light on it and then roll it as well. Haha! I can do it too. <laughs> <laughs> I want to join the fun. Pull out a ball bearing and cast light. And roll that wow. too. So you guys are just play, playing with your balls. Playing marbles. We're playing marbles. marbles with our glowing balls. Uh, all right. He picks his up and he's like, "We can just do this." And he twists it and <laughs> on off on off on off. Can I use sleight of hand to make mine just disappear? <laughs> Roll sleight of hand. I'm going to use thaumaturgy and just make oh, mine glow really spell. bright. Uh, 15 plus. What is my five? Uh, four. 19 for sleight of hand. 19. Yeah. Oh. oh. It's impressive. Thanks. <laughs> He's like, now. This has been fun. Yep. We'll I be, have work to do, though. We'll so probably be back. Know. Yep, we will. Of course. All right. I look forward to seeing you. It's been a pleasure. Good luck on finding that hag's eye. If you have any questions, let me know. I would suggest talking to the people in Myershore to figure out what you're up against, because hags are tricky devils. I would imagine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. We've, so. we've already gotten a map of the area to kind of figure that Perfect. out. So. Perfect. All right. Now. Out, so I can do my work. We're gone. All right, and we're, we're gone. And um, I, I guess, guess I'll, I'll I'll talk to you about what will what I want to talk to them about because he said he could do the same uh basically the same spell that I have on my sword, right? Yes. Yeah, so he said he could in basically he was saying it's cheaper to enchant a sword that's being created, the enchantment on your sword since it's just a plus one great sword. Yes. It's a it's a simple enchantment. He was saying it's better just to create a new one and sell the one that you have to recoup the cost. All right, like then I guess I'll I'll talk to the cutlasses and see if they'll allow that while they're making my sword. Steel Star, okay. if they're if they're cool with that, you should see if you could get an even stronger enchantment placed on your sword. 
Yeah, um, I need to know prices before well, I do obviously, it. Obviously, yes, yes, price would be a thing. Maybe we find out what the permission is, and then if that, if everything is good with that, then we can start talking more about price. Yeah, um, I think I think that would work. And you know, and, if the cutlasses aren't happy with that, then we could always just enchant it normally. Yeah, um, I guess I I will talk to them. I mean, the only the only issue that I have is them probably saying they wouldn't want to because of the fact that they've never made this kind of sword before and they don't want to risk an enchantment going into something that might be a failed creation. <clears throat> but I guess I guess we can we can ask them and see what they think. Yeah. Never hurts. Okay. So yeah. we'll do that. You make your way to the cutlasses. We'll yes. you know, do that. This will be the last thing we do. Yeah. You make your way to the cutlasses. Um, basically ask them uh, if you'd be They'd be willing to allow. Uh, who's doing the talking? I'm doing the talking. You're doing the talking. He's doing All right. the talking, unfortunately. <laughs> my sword. If uh, if they, um, before we go willing. in, though, I want to give him bardic inspiration. Okay. So I'm like, um, I um. Well, you can also I, use the help action. Just throwing that out there. I, I I can, but I don't want to. Okay. Cool. It's steel. He doesn't want to. <laughs> okay. So yeah, so, you're asking them if they can. If they'd yeah. be up for Hector doing that, yes, um, and I want to know what they what they think, especially knowing that they said that it was a risk that they were taking making the uh, a weapon that they've never really worked on. Okay, go ahead and roll a persuasion check. All right, and what was my thingy? Uh, what was my thingy? Uh, D ten. It's a D eight. D eight for, now, for inspiration for bardic inspiration. Oh, okay, I'm gonna just roll everything at once. Oof. Okay. Uh, it's, that's six on the inspiration. Uh, uh, 28 total. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, See, so you, you explain it to them and kind of butter them up and are, you know, you know, I talking about how you think that their skills are they you know, you think they're up for the challenge and, kind of thing and, and uh, I and I and I have absolute faith in their work that they'll get it done correctly. Uh and they basically said, you know, they've never worked with Hector, but um it would be a good opportunity to be able to do that. So they are willing to give it a shot. Uh but they're just don't want to be held responsible if it falls apart, right? No, that's fine. No, I, I told I, I let I let them know that I understand and that I'm willing to take the risk myself and since I've already uh, made a partial payment to it, I'm willing to to go all in on it. Okay, uh, and they then they just say, um, basically, you know, please work out the details with Hector, and then they'll like make sure make sure he you're everyone's on the same page, yes. and then they, they will work out the details of doing that work together. All right, that sounds that sounds good. Then I guess, yeah, we'll get that worked out at the end. Then okay, cool. All right. Well, Elamir eventually finds you guys. Um, and I think that's where we'll wrap up our session for tonight. All right. Fantastic. Cool. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, Adventure with Advantage. Uh, I believe the plan is uh, our next session was going to fall on the 4th of July. Um, since that's a busy weekend for everyone, I think uh, w- the tentative plan was to meet on the 11th. 
we need to hammer out or make sure that it works for everybody. But I think that's the tentative plan. So we will back in three weeks uh, with our next session. So happy 4th of July, everybody. Happy 4th of July, folks. Um, and we'll see you all then. Thank you so much for joining us. Huzzah. Have a good night. Thanks for listening to the Adventure with Advantage podcast. You can catch us live on Saturday nights at twitch.tv forward slash AWA underscore D&D.